0: Yep, it's not where it's supposed to go. I had my appendix removed already.
1: Um, <laughs> oh, that's canon. Okay, yeah, yeah. Max does yeah. not have an appendix. <laughs> Hold on, this may be important.
0: Um, when I fight appendicitoman, a man, uh, he's not going to have an effect <laughs> on me.
1: <laughs> yeah, he makes your appendix rupture.
0: Yeah, that's a super.
1: <laughs> that's pretty fucked. <laughs> Yeah, like if you if you don't advertise it, you could get away with a lot, <laughs> a lot.
0: <laughs> Why is he called appendix
1: <laughs> I would love to see like the uh, like the crime procedural in the superhero universe following that, and they're like, and hey, we've been reviewing all the security footage, and this man was at the scene every time an appendix ruptured. <laughs> Zoom, enhance. <laughs>
0: yeah, enhance. Right there, <laughs> that's, that's him.
1: <laughs> that's a penis man.
0: <laughs> oh. oh god. Yeah, but he's he's got no effect on me, so we're good. You know, I'm his yeah, <laughs> I'm just tripping.
1: That's definitely gonna be the cold open. It's so
0: <laughs> Previously on Gifted. I'm so so used to before, uh, I, I, you know, tended my own little garden uh, and everything was perfectly fine. And now I can't touch plants anymore.
1: The powers just confirm what we already knew. So just feel like you can come to us with anything. You know, you have, you have us in your corner.
0: I am so cheery. I get in the car and I'm like, you guys won't believe The
1: night I had, like, wow. Were there any breaches? Yeah, the main main thing that I can communicate to you is that you're not alone. The greater will is here for you. The elders have arranged a meeting. Forty-five years ago, New York City was ravaged by the world's first supervillain. Hollow, a mysterious figure of unparalleled destructive power. I am your gm this evening austin we're back again for another solo episode today drew is in the studio with me
0: hi guys yeah i'm drew uh you're gonna be getting a little bit of story here uh, about max and kind of how he got his powers and, and where he's going now with his life
1: perfect well let's uh let's jump into it then
0: So Quinn and I have this habit of going out to like these places we call uh, unsupernatural. Uh, these are uh, like graveyards, some abandoned like warehouses, even uh, an old psych hospital or psych ward. Um, we would go there just kind of messing around, you know, call out to the spirits or, or anything, listening, try to egg it on, and eventually it was just kind of us laughing at the absurdity of the situation of. Two kids, you know, out here in the middle of the night, um, like, taunting or calling out a challenge. Um, and it quickly devolved into just us talking about, you know, life and other stuff. So then the, the day of of the day that I got my powers right, uh, nothing really seemed odd. Because we were like, oh, you know, we should go down to the Guidestones. You know, it's the Spring Equinox. Uh, you know, we've heard stories about how something weird supposed to happen there. So we were like, yeah, why, why not? So we showed up probably around like 9, 9.30, and just started with our usual routine, you know, goofing around. I went over, I kicked this out of the rocks. She was, you know, trying to look through the little holes. So I guess, um, you know, for, for you or anyone that wouldn't be aware, like the guide stones are these like five stones that talk about uh, what to do in the event of the world collapsing for for any reason, right? So. There was like war or famine, pestilence, supers destroying each other, all that, all that kind of stuff. If the, if the world ever got to that kind of point, the the guide stones would tell all you like, oh, this is how you should rebuild society and, and all kind of crazy stuff like that. Also, on the stones themselves, there's like holes bore into them in, in different angles and stuff. Some of it acts kind of like a like a timepiece or like, like a sundial almost. While others have uh, little slits that, during equinoxes or, or eclipses, uh, light shines through and, and kind of moves along, and it's just kind of like a cool little little thing, you know, it's it's pretty neat um, and one of the the attractions of it. So we're, we're doing our own thing, and eventually, one of us gets the idea of like, hey, you know, what if we climb up top? Because the, the stones themselves are these four pillars that are basically like 15 feet tall. With the fifth one being almost this roof on top, so we we climb up there. It takes a few a few attempts, you know, sliding down and whatnot. And eventually, we get up there. Quinn, I uh, yeah, I think I make it to the top first, and I, I help Quinn get up, and they kind of land and roll and, and just look up in, at, to the, the night sky, and we just again start talking about the the future and ha- ha, you know the absurdity of like a, the world ending and what that would look like, how we would become you know, the, the leaders of this wasteland tribe that would form, obviously, because the world has ended in its post-apocalyptic, um, you know, scavenging for food and fighting and whatnot. And then it, it, then it just starts, you know, what, what does the future actually look like for us college life after this stuff, stuff like that. But after maybe like 20 or 30 minutes, we start to hear some voices. Um, it's starting to get closer and closer. And we, we, kind of freak realizing like oh crap we are still up here and if anyone sees us like this is definitely something that you could get arrested for you're, you're climbing on top of these like state monuments and, and stuff like that um so Quinn suggests hey what if we just what if we just run for it right like they might see us but they wouldn't they don't know who we are or anything like that but I'm like no no no, no. if we just hide up here like what's They're not going to see us. They're not going to look up here in the dark, right? And eventually they'll leave and we can get out of here without anyone even knowing we were here. And so, yeah, that that becomes the plan. No problem at all. Eventually, uh, this group of people get closer and closer until eventually they're right under us. And we can start hearing them talking about all kinds of crazy uh, ritual. Uh, This is the night we've been preparing for. You know, everything's got to go right. Make sure they've only got they've only got a little bit of time left. And the only thing that I really care about this whole thing is that they've only got a little bit of time. Like, you know, if we just chill out up here, they'll, they'll eventually leave. Probably a little bit of setup time for them to do whatever was going. We heard a lot of, like, equipment and, and stuff moving around down there until there was starting to be some chanting. It was this real just, like guttural almost like Gregorian kind of chant thing happening and i mean yeah we're we're like what in the world are these freaks doing right so we kind of make our way over to the edge and that's where we can start to see that they've kind of set up a perimeter around the the whole guide zones themselves like blocking people out and whatnot and below us there's there's a group of people just just going at it with this fool you know, chant and rhythm and everything. I kind of lean out a little too far, and they see me, and you know, shouting, get down from there. Who's up there? What's going on? I like look to Quinn, and I'm just like, oh, they just see me or whatever. So I, um, I'm like, hey, uh, yeah, just just hanging out. What's what's going on? They, they pretty much uh, hate this. Uh, I hear a lot, what's that fucking kid doing? Uh, get him out of here. And they start to try to, uh, like, climb up, kind of scale the rocks along uh, up here with us. And at this point, I'm just like, fuck, you know, run. We've got to go. So we climb down the other end and, and start to run. Quinn uh, goes first, uh, and then I, I uh, come down after. And as we're landing... That's where the, the like crescendo the build up of this this chant thing that they were doing ends and through one of these holes that's bored uh, the light is, is coming through and I cross through the beam as I'm getting out of there. I hit the ground like every everything kind of goes dark for a moment. I don't remember a lot in the in that, that present moment I don't even know how long I was out uh, but I do know I was I was kind of getting like shaken um, by someone telling me to, to get up. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know if it was Quinn or, or one of these other people, but I just uh, I remember like bolting up, kind of looking around and everyone just freaking out as they're, they're looking at me. The, the next thing I know, uh, these, these other people start to just slump and like kind of like fall over and fade. And I, I, I have no idea what's going on, uh, but I do know I, I've got to get out of here. So I, I kind of round the corner here and start to run. And I see, see uh, Quinn on the other side and I'm just like, we've got to go, we've got to go. So I run up, um, kind of grab their hand and and we start making our way out of the, uh, the little monument grounds here as we start to, uh, like run down the street, right. I'm pulling, pulling them on. Like we've got to just get away. There's like 20 or 30 people back there. Hopefully they didn't get a really good look at us. Uh, and they don't know who we are. We, we run for for a good little bit until I get her back in front of her place. And I turn and I'm like, you know, we're, we're, we're here. We, we made it. And it's, uh, and I, and I turn and I look at them and they just have no, it's like this blank stare on their face. So Quinn, what's, what, what's wrong? And, and Quinn just, who are you? Who are you? What are we, what's going on? Why are we out here? And I, I, is this, is this some kind of joke? What are you What are you talking about, Quinn? We just came from the guidestones, and they they tell me I, I have no idea who you are, and I I just don't. At, at the time, I handled this awful. No, kind of knowing what I do now, it's 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 obvious, but I had no clue, and so I'm. It's me. It's Max. Like this is kind of weird. Can can we talk about this? Uh, and they they like their hand away from me and, and start to run into their house and I'm I mean I'm not going to chase them in there and, and, and demand to talk but a- after that they they wouldn't talk to me at, at school we stopped hanging out they even like pretty much just ghosted me and it's been one of the hardest things for to go from having one of your best friends that you talk to daily you know not recognize you not, not know who you are anymore.
1: And so you've told your whole story to your dad. You two are sitting in your car. I think you guys have like kind of a midsize SUV family car. Oh yeah. Nothing, nothing flashy. I don't think you guys are particularly wealthy or anything like that. No, no, no. And so your dad's basically got like a glorified, uh, police scanner put up on his, uh, dash. <laughs> he, he, you know, he, you get to, you definitely get the sense that he hasn't been really listening at all this time. He's like fiddling with knobs, and so you guys. He's like, it's a very cool, it's a very cool story, Max. Tragic. Uh,
0: yeah. I mean, you know, it's why Quinn hasn't really been around. I figured, you know, there'd be more questions about that. But
1: yeah, who's who's Quinn again?
0: Yeah. Uh, you. It's never mind. It's it's yeah. It's fine.
1: All right. Moody teenagers. <laughs> and so then uh he hears a call through the scanner. We've got a 459 at the corner of Peachtree and North Ave. Oh, this is it. Buckle in.
0: Yeah, uh showtime.
1: Yeah, he's going to he's going to fucking peel out. <laughs> <laughs> Which the car groans. It's not it definitely doesn't want to do yeah. this. <laughs> All right, yeah. Yeah, he he's just he's winding. He is he's driving, like he's a GTA driver. He's just he's gonna get there and he's gonna go around people. He's gonna run red lights, whatever he needs to do.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I think some of this is is kind of illegal on its own right. Uh, that that was a stop sign.
1: It's for a good cause, Max. Please.
0: I like I like to imagine, like we see like kids jumping out of the way, like at yeah. a crosswalk or whatever. He's like, it's yeah. for a good cause.
1: Yeah, and your dad's just like messing with the GPS, not even like looking at the road. <laughs> yeah. God, your dad is. They became a piece of shit so quickly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, he's has, you, has your dad
1: been has your dad been Flanderized already? Is that where we're at? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. um and so uh, he <laughs> swerves out of the way to uh, you know, narrowly miss a car, and then he slams on the brakes when he sees where you are. Uh, you guys are out in front of a uh, Shane Co. jeweler. I got a friend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> in business. Oh my god. This is it, Max. Uh,
1: yeah. Um... And uh, he, he's reaching into the back seat and grabbing his camera.
0: And I'm like, yep, uh, and, you know, I, I, I promise to be safe, you know, do, do, do all the things that we talked about. Of course, yeah, um,
1: yeah, and don't forget the catchphrase. Yeah,
0: no, no, yeah, I got it. And I, I, I'm like fiddling with the door uh, more to myself. I'm like, it's okay, we got this, it's going to work out. Because this is, I, I don't know how many of, of these like solo jobs that I've really done. Most of the stuff is probably with the team, right?
1: Yeah, I was going to kind of kind of leave it in your hands. Like, is this the first time? Have you guys done this before?
0: Yeah, I think this is, like, we've done, like, probably small stuff that what we call, like, training in the backyard or, you know, much, much smaller kind kind of uh, infractions or, or, you know, crimes. And this is the first, like, you know, to be any uh, potentially, like, armed robbery kind of thing. And so I am kind of nervous. And my dad's just like, yeah, you got it, champ. It's going to be great. And just like we practice. You know, when you brought that kitten down from the tree, it's just like that. And I'm like, <laughs> Okay. So yeah, I'm like fiddling with the doors. I'm like, yep, 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 you got it. And I, I step out and look up at the, the the Shanes.
1: Yeah, you can hear you can hear an alarm going off inside of Shanes for sure. You can hear it all the way out here on the street.
0: Uh, what time of day is it?
1: Uh, it's high noon.
0: Perfect. All right. Then yeah, I will I will start running toward the uh, the entrance here, this front door. Um, also,
1: your dad prefers day jobs because the lighting is better.
0: Ah, uh, of course, yeah. It's really hard to get the good side when, the, when it's all dark. You're, so. you're
1: limited in te- technology, so it's easier to film during the day.
0: Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we kept trying to do the night uh, lights and whatnot, but the, there was too much of a glare um, from the spotlights that we brought. So in we, uh, <laughs> my mom's there with like a boom
1: or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's next time. Next time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's going to be the, the star Wars boom. My guy with the really short pink shorts. Yeah.
0: The whole family affair. Uh,
1: so yeah, I'm going to run
0: up there and hopefully kind of get a, kind of get a view in through the windows here. Maybe to see what I'm dealing with before I just, uh, you know, kick in the door.
1: Yeah. Um, so the door, I, I think most of the storefront is uh, here is glass. You can see into it just fine. Mm-hmm. And so you see uh, a couple of people, um, laying on the ground uh, around on the floor there, which is like this really nice kind of like uh, white marble looking tile. Sure. Um, one of which you can tell is definitely a security guard based on his garb. And he's got like a little uh, radio on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing that I think strikes you at first is that there are these dark pools around their, uh, around their bodies on the ground. Actually before, before I go further, let me get an assist situation from you. I, okay. I, sh- I should have done that already actually. I'm just caught up in the moment and forget Alright, so I need to roll
0: plus my superiority Uh, Well, we got a 6 off the rip Let me see what my superiority brings us up to here Knowing me, I'm the best at it So, good, good, good Minus
1: 1, so we're down to a 5 So, uh, mark a condition, mark potential
0: Oh yeah, it's a condition, isn't it? It is, yeah I, i'm feeling a little insecure about this this whole situation and where we're at
1: i was gonna say like maybe you're not really feeling the support from your dad right like even kind of thrust into the situation
0: yeah actually i like the idea of like I'm running up there but i'm going a little too fast um so he might be like calling back <laughs> at me like hold on hold on as he's trying to adjust the focus and you know get the shot of me running in
1: yeah 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 definitely he's he's like trying to keep up and like get a get a beat on it he's not a very practiced cameraman yeah definitely not we just got this thing off ebay yeah like like maybe you guys have done some home movies with your backyard demonstrations at this yeah, point yeah, but that's yeah. really about it and didn't require a lot of work from him you're both learning on the job it's fine <laughs> yeah yeah
0: <laughs> do i see the pools still or does this a failure of assist situation I mean i don't see those pools in the first place
1: um you see the pools but i'm not going to give any more context than that you hear a a scream coming from inside, and you can hear that through the glass door. Um, It's a a woman's scream.
0: I think the best thing to do is um, at this point kind of rush it, Uh, so I'm going to go straight for the door and try and uh, make my way into the building ready to kind of do a duck, duck dive, dip, and dodge maneuver here if I have to.
1: Okay, so you open the door, and the first thing to hit you is the smell. Oh god. It smells absolutely vile in here. And you can see that the dark pools under these people's bodies, it's not blood. It looks like vomit. Oh. Oh god. <laughs> and, and your your dad is like right on your tail. He's like Oh, oh god. Yeah, I'm going to
0: um Oh god, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna do just a little uh, quick trick here. I'm going to uh, take the sensation away from my nose. I'm gonna try and try and lower my sensitivity to smell here for a second because this is this is something
1: a little too awful for me.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: just, it's in my mouth. I can taste it. Oh yeah, yeah. You can feel like the burning in the back of your throat. Yeah.
0: Um. But yeah, I want to like kind of scan around. Do I see the the woman that made the the
1: screen? You do, so there's all of these uh, glass cases set up, kind of in like a like a horseshoe, basically. Across the showroom here, you're on the open end of the horseshoe. Like, you, you walk in, and then there's all the stuff around you. Got gotcha. you. And uh, you see in, in the back, on the far end, the woman, uh, she's wearing like this button-up blouse and, and like a business skirt, and uh, she is... Being held like a chokehold By this figure In the back who has turned To see you come in And he is I see he's pretty average Height But he is decked out in this Kind of body armor And it's this like kind of mottled Brown And he's wearing a helmet with these big Black uh, Bug eyes basically Ew. Uh, and he has a pistol in his other hand, and it's uh, pointed at this lady. And you hear his his voice. He speaks to you. He calls out to you, and his voice is muffled through the helmet. Don't come any closer. Hey, hey,
0: bud. Yeah, I know. I'm right here. Uh, why don't we just kind of kind of talk this out? No, no reason for anything to get violent here. You know, my name's Siphon. What's yours? I'm not giving you my name. That, that's that's fine. Let's let's kind of just talk about the situation here, right? We all we all want to go home tonight. Nothing nothing crazy needs to happen.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go home with all these diamonds. Sure,
0: that that sounds like a perfect idea and plan to me, Bud.
1: He can see over your shoulder. Your dad is just shaking his head. <laughs>
0: Why don't we just we just let her go? You know, she doesn't need to be here. You know, she's just gonna get in the way. She's my leverage. Okay. What if you took me as leverage instead?
1: You're some kind of super. I don't trust you.
0: Uh, yeah, you know, and that's that's exactly why I'm doing this, right? I'm trying to save her. You you got a gun to my head, right? Like, what am I gonna do? I'm not I'm not bulletproof. That's not my my power. The name siphon, right? Like, what am I gonna do? I'm not like, sucking the gun here, right? Um,
1: Maybe you suck in the bullet. I don't know. Touche. <laughs> Touche
0: what's uh what so what's what's going on with this the smell here bud why is it it
1: so thick that's that's my power (laughs) yeah
0: man uh all right bug boy we're gonna we're gonna go with bb for you for now Um, no no
1: no my name (laughs) is stink bug
0: call me (laughs) by my Uh, name of course it's stink bug oh no (laughs) oh no I'm just thinking to myself: Am I gonna is my first on camera fight really with a guy <laughs> named Stinkbug?
1: It wasn't gonna be someone high would here. I can tell you that.
0: <laughs> oh god! <laughs> it's like could could have been Destructo, you know? Even even oh god, the conductor, you know, something like that. But now we got
1: those guys would bow before my feet at the stench.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> I don't know if that's exactly a great thing. Um, okay, so. How far away am I from uh, Mr. Stank?
1: I'm going to guesstimate about thirty feet. Oh,
0: that's that's a good that's a good, uh,
1: good amount of feet. Yeah, like like there's there's definitely like rooms behind, but the showroom is you know not huge. It's a pretty small, relatively speaking, little uh, suite they got here.
0: All right. Well, I think I you know first things first. I'm just going to attempt to like kind of like walk kind of not toward him but like perpendicular of the room right like from from one end to the other just trying to get out of i if he turns and shoots me i don't want my dad being right behind me so if it, if it does miss me he's still in the firing line if that makes sense
1: if your dad could hear that he would he would appreciate him good good
0: good, good. so yeah i just hands up right i'm like moving kind of like Frozone in this, where he's like, you know, freeze, it's like, I'm just thirsty. and that, that that kind of thing as I'm going over <laughs> to the watering thing here.
1: Uh, Yeah, he's like, whoa, hang on. Hang on. I, I see what you're doing. I, I, <laughs>
0: trying,
1: trying to kite me? I've, I've played games before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> trying to kite me? Yeah. Alright, I think what we're going to do then is just go for it. I'm going to basically telekinetically uh, want the gun to, to kind of just if I can pull it from his hand if I can't do manage that then like kind of j- push it straight up to the, the sky
1: uh, go ahead and roll um, let's do unleash your powers I think overcome an obstacle might be the most appropriate so this is
0: freak right yeah Alright let's get a little roll ski in here Oh yeah, nine plus whatever freak it is, which I think is a two still, eleven. Yeah,
1: cool. So yeah, you do it. And actually, would you, would you like to narrate this? Like, how does that how does that play out?
0: Uh, yeah. So I mean, I think. I mean, this part this isn't part of the narration, but I just think in general Siphon is not a very big gun user. Like he will if the the scenario uh, comes uh, to it, but I don't think that's really his MMO. So yeah, I am like, all right, hey bud, it's fine. Uh, we're all we're all just gonna we're gonna be um, completely calm here. Uh, and I think at this moment, as my hands like go up again, that's where I'm like pulling it now um, out of his hand. Yeah, and we kind of just see it go uh, zoop, as it flies by and hits kind of like the glass right behind me. And that's that's my moment of like and go. And I start to like run toward him.
1: Okay, so let me ask a, a, a clarifying question. When you say the gun goes through the glass behind you, is that like out into the street? Where Where is that?
0: Uh, so I, I don't want it to go super super. Hard. So I imagine since it's a diamond store, they maybe it's not like bulletproof glass, but maybe like reinforced or whatever. If for robberies and stuff like that. So I, sure. I, do, I just want to kind of hit the glass itself and maybe like okay. slide down or whatever, but stay inside. But obviously as far away from him as possible.
1: Sure. So. Uh, He's going to uh, throw the woman down and uh, he's going to uh, hop. (laughs) He's going to uh, hop over the glass case uh, in front of him and he's going to make a run for the door uh, towards your dad. What do you do? Uh,
0: Definitely not. I am going to kind of like overcorrect my course here uh, and basically try to kind of meet him right at that point before my dad.
1: So, would you say your goal is to take him down or defend your dad? Uh,
0: defend my dad.
1: Okay, so let's roll defend. Savior, which... That's a three. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, mark a potential, mark a condition.
0: Alright, that's all my potential, so I'm at five, and then condition... I'm probably a little guilty that I didn't get there in time.
1: So like what what exactly is your like approach to stopping him? You said you were going to try and like intersect him. Like how does that work? Like you're just going to like try and run around the corner or are you like trying to like vault the glass cases? What is what is that? Yeah.
0: Like? I think this goes to vaulting. Cause, so like he's he's now running to the door which is toward my dad. Right. And so, yeah, I think I'm going to be basically trying to just cut him off at the pass and maybe even, like, push Dad out of the way. Because, yeah, if it's if it's me defending Dad, I think what it's more likely going to become is, like, me pushing Dad out of the way to try and intercept him here, um, as opposed to me, like, trying to tackle that guy, Stink, Mr. Stinkbug, on his way.
1: And so I think what happens is basically... Stinkbug barrels through and he hits both of you, bowling both of you out of the way as he goes through the front door. Um, and your dad, like, falls back on his ass. And uh, he's, like, trying to keep the camera straight And he's, like, get a move on, Max. He can't get away. And he's, like, scrambling to his feet. And uh, so you can get up and look. And Stinkbug is basically high stepping down the sidewalk. And you see that, like, he's got, like, a, a big, like, hard shell backpack on.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Presumably, that's filled with uh, precious uh, gemstones. Got you. Okay. Yeah,
0: I am going to definitely uh, pursue here, right? I'm going to take off after.
1: All right. He, he's got a head start on you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, what, what, what are you doing to close the gap or otherwise divert him or like what, what what are you what are you doing
0: got gotcha. you yeah uh what i think i'm going to be doing is so this is the a street that we're running down at this point right are we on like the sidewalk or are we in the street what's the
1: uh he, he seems to be on the sidewalk right now he's 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 a robber not a jaywalker
0: yeah of course yeah that's crossing the line <laughs> yeah
1: the street lines of course yeah, yeah exactly crossing.
0: um So, like, yeah, I'm going to be doing, like, the reverse chase sequence here, right? So, normally what you see is whoever's in front uh, sprinting forward and then they're, like, pulling carts. They're knocking boxes over to try to slow down the pursuer. Uh, And then I'm doing that exact thing, but with telekinesis ahead of him. So, like, the orange cart, like, gets rolled out in front of him (laughs) as he's in the way. Yeah. You know, uh, cardboard boxes and whatnot uh, kind of fall down on top of him in front of him. The dumpster gets... Pushed over uh, toward his direction, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I want you to roll. Uh, unleash your powers.
0: All right. So that's going to be eight, eight plus whatever my unleash is, which I forget every time, but I should know because I use it the most. It's called freak uh, two
1: for up to a ten ski. So that is a full success. Tell me what happens. What does that look like?
0: Yeah. So so basically, I like to think, you know, it starts with the pulling over maybe some, like some recycling bins and, and whatnot um to get to his way it's trash day uh right people have got their stuff out on the curb here uh and i'm pulling him in the way and he's kind of just like barreling through it and and whatnot and it progressively gets to bigger and bigger stuff until eventually yeah i pull kind of like this basically like large like uh, industrial size like dumpster uh unit that's empty but it's you know it rolls like over in front of the way and he's like oh i'm gonna barrel through this um, but it's probably just a little bit too big for him just to easily knock out of the way. So we definitely have a moment where it's like, <sighs> and and you know, bug meets metal here.
1: Yeah, and he he just squishes himself. Yeah, as it were. Yeah, he just kind of comes to a dead stop. Perfect. Uh, and so he kind of he kind of bounces off of it, and uh, he's trying to get back up on his feet. Um, he pulls something off of his belt. Uh, it's a little uh, it's a little ball, and uh, he throws it and you hear uh, the clink of uh, shattered, uh, maybe like porcelain or something like that, uh, or clay, you know, something like that. Like like the smashing of pottery is what it sounds like. And uh, there's this whoosh, and uh, this green smoke uh, fills the air around him and obscures him from your vision.
0: He's trying to ninjitsu smoke bomb me here.
1: And you can hear the tap 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 of his, <laughs> of his feet running.
0: Of course. Which, so I pulled this kind of out in front of, uh, in, uh, in front of him here. Is there an obvious direction where he might go? Like, is it like one side is beside a building and then the other side is toward the street? Or is it kind of he could go either way, one down an alleyway and one, you know, into the street now?
1: Let's, so I think what you've seen, actually, maybe this would be a good opportunity to assess the situation. Fair enough. <laughs> got to train myself to remember to do rolls.
0: My favorite uh, roll. Oh, baby. Uh, nine plus something. Uh, says the situation is superior, right? So it's an eight.
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah, so you get to uh, ask one question then? Yeah. And your question would be uh, some variation on how can we end this quickly? Yeah. Basically to uh, cut him off at the pass or whatever that looks like.
0: So how can I end this quickly, Austin?
1: So I think he was basically at, like, kind of an intersection of sorts because, like, you yank the dumpster out from an alleyway, presumably. And so from that direction, you hear uh, the squeal of rubber tires, and you hear uh, men shouting. Oh. So that maybe kind of gives you a sense of direction.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely gonna go that way then.
1: You, You hear your dad, he's like, through the smoke it'll look cool
0: uh yeah uh sure and so like i wasn't planning on it but now i'm gonna go through it uh <laughs> like yeah
1: he gives you the thumbs up
0: yeah, yeah, yeah so i i run uh run through it and i'm thinking like i've got to end this quickly i just I, you know i gotta get my hands on this guy
1: and so uh you round uh you round the corner and get a look down the alleyway and uh, you see on the far end, on the other side of the block, this uh, van has pulled up, and the door, the cargo door, slid open. And uh, there's a guy in the in the driver's seat, like gesturing at Stinkbug to run. And there's another guy on the inside, like extending his arm out to grab him and pull him in when he gets close. What do you do?
0: So I think <laughs> I think my thinking here is right. Like I'm I'm chasing after them. I'm running. I get, I get close, but they, you know, he gets into the, the van or whatever, and I want this, uh, I don't remember if it was, like, Force Unleashed or, or what game it is, but, like, the van starts to attempt to, to like, get away or whatever, and then I, like, have this, like, force telekinetic battle with it as I'm trying to uh, pull it back. And I'm not really pulling it back, but I'm definitely, like, stalling it and, you know, we get this shot of them, like, floored or whatever, and they're, they're gunning it, and I'm, like, holding it in place. And the, the idea is, uh, I don't really know what kind of damage you can do to it to the engine by, like, you know, just gassing it and it, it not moving at all.
1: So, I'll tell you, I think it was the Force Unleashed, but also uh, Obi-Wan did it. Um, Vader held a ship in the air. Yeah. And a really cool moment, too. That may have happened in some other stuff, too, but those are the two that jumped to mind sure uh, immediately for me and then as far as potentially damaging the vehicle if you're holding it in place mm-hmm. um that's a lot of power to to put up against the the car you don't have to damage it in that way you could damage it in other ways like pop a tire uh bend an axle right like uh, sure, are sure, the, sure. are those that are those that crazy of an idea if your goal is to dis uh, yeah probably to, not yeah
0: so yeah, it's something like that of um, like you know run forward, and and have this battle with it, and then I, kind of I, yeah, I kind of like bending an axler or whatever because that definitely shuts it down. They can't just drive away on a flat.
1: I think, I think I want to add some like, some like visual flair to that. Because
0: mm-hmm. this is also like the, the the money shot for Dad or whatever, right? Like he's. Like getting uh, the shot of me, like holding the, the the car or whatever, and then bending the axle or or whatever.
1: So, I've been thinking about it, and you have your new move, and maybe this is an unintentional usage of it,
0: of the the the, the monster be the monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, no, I'm am fine with it. I didn't know if that would work here in this in this situation of frighten, intimidate, or cowl someone
1: well so we're bending the rules a little bit in the scenario but it's like uh, you're not you're not intending to use it this is more like a side effect of it
0: um, yeah no no I mean I could definitely see yeah like I I go and I realize like they're about to get away and so I do what the only thing I can do right is I, I reach out and what I I kind of I think in the back of my head think is gonna be a futile attempt to stop the car um, and kind of like start to to kind of like stress with this this moment here uh, and we kind of see the car start to maybe uh or the van uh kind of like lift just a hair and i don't know if my dad gets a shot of it or whatnot, but you're gonna see like this like dark kind of arm tentacles whatever we want to call it is like reaching out from my chest like um and it, it goes from like me having two arms outreach here to like a third one coming out as well uh and that's kind of what stops it and and bends the the axle here
1: oh that's neat i hadn't i hadn't really even considered it working in that way i think it's pretty cool
0: right like it's i i like the idea of like i me it's not gonna work and then all of a sudden we see this other thing kind of kind of come out and, and assist
1: yeah, yeah yeah so what i want you to do is just go ahead and roll uh plus freak
0: okay yeah so this is gonna be uh easy that's a five Plus two,
1: so seven. So easy. <laughs> easy. So so you got to choose two from that list. So uh
0: I think I'm going to feel more of a monster afterwards. And then I think I like the idea of frightening my my dad here. Yeah. yeah this yeah. this whole thing was supposed to be a cool like show show off my kids' powers. We've done a bunch of these like in the backyard and he's always just kind of moved stuff with his mind. The the weirdest thing he's ever seen is my eyes kind of have this like starry, like night sky kind of appearance to him. And then this is like definitely like there's a, there's this double jointed arm that is reaching out of my, my chest kind of assisting me (laughs) is like, what is happening?
1: What conditions have you not marked?
0: Uh, I have not marked afraid, angry, or hopeless
1: okay let's do afraid yeah that seems about right i think you are afraid of the of the power and uh frankly terror that you have uh displayed
0: Yep. yeah this i I, as i'm doing this uh my eyes go even wider as i i notice uh like the arm there and uh the the vehicle you kind of hear like this bending of of metal and whatnot as the axle is just uh kind of like disjointed and broken uh in a way it was not supposed to bend
1: yeah and you can see like even like the roof of the van is like crinkling in you it's just it's like it's like it's basically in your hands and you're like pushing a toy car basically yeah, that,
0: that's what i was like to think of of almost yeah almost kind of like my two hands on the side is what lifted it and that's what i intentionally wanted and then the third hand is the hand that has come out and is breaking the car. Like that wasn't my original intention here. But yeah, and I, I at some point I just I like uh ah, as I drop and let it go and it kinda of falls back down.
1: Yeah. And it, it falls with a crash and uh you can see the car has visibly sagged down to the pavement. Um and Stinkbug's in there like, oh fuck, oh shit. <laughs> shoot uh, him, shoot him, fuck, shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> and so like the, the guy who's in the back with him, like peeks out and like has a pistol. He's going to take some shots uh, down the alleyway. Um, What do you do? Yeah,
0: I think I, I think what I'm going to do is my, uh, I am going to run uh, and try and get behind some cover here. And I am like, all right, I hate doing it, but I think it's time as I, yeah, you know, I don't know if I need to make a roll for for this dodging scene as I as I go over to a uh, trash cans or, or whatever it is.
1: So you uh, duck behind this cover, and uh, you take a glance back at your dad, who is like uh, totally zoned in on the camera. His spatial awareness is zilch. You've noticed while he's manning the camera, and the bullets are just flying by him. Oh, he's like he's like totally tunnel visioned in. On the scene before him, you know, and he's like muttering to himself. I got to get the perfect shot. Dad,
0: you're going to get yourself killed out here, man. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I think instead then. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I am going to (sighs) yoink dad, I think is the best way.
1: Yoink dad.
0: Yeah. So he's like trying to get the perfect shot and I'm like unintentionally uh acting as like the camera pan or the camera you know tilt boom whatever so you 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 went to like videography stuff right you know you know the movement i'm trying to talk here is i'm pulling him forward and i like to think he's got the camera just
1: you which direction are you yanking in uh
0: left right
1: okay that's like a lateral uh, tracking shot yeah Uh, they also call it trucking i think but i don't i don't like calling it that for what it's worth but then again, lateral tracking shot is a lot more syllables, so.
0: I think I that's what I'm gonna do is I'm trying to just get him to the edge, uh, like one side of the alley or the other, um, to, to get him out of the middle here, it's coming dad.
1: I think this is gonna count as a defend.
0: Okay. Um good, good, good. Saver is zero. That's where we want it to be. Everything's gotta count for
1: myself. Four plus four is eight plus zero is eight. Um, so you expose yourself to danger or you escalate the situation.
0: All right. Yeah, I'll expose myself to danger as I, as I kind of like have to get out uh, into the line of fire here to pull him.
1: I think you step out into the alleyway, trying to maneuver your father out of the way. And uh, you feel uh, the sharp pain in your side. You look down and you can see a hole in your side and there's blood. Uh, seeping into your clothes okay so I think you you like drop to your knees and um, you know your skin is is kind of getting white and uh, you can hear behind you those guys shouting and uh, making a run for it but it sounds so far away before you know it you're on your back and uh, your dad is like Shit, I can't use this And he puts his camera down And he runs over to you uh, Oh, are you okay? Oh my god Max, you've been shot
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah, that's right, Dad um, <laughs> How bad is it? I don't want to look down
1: Scale of 1 to 10? 9 <laughs> The
0: dependence was worse <laughs>
1: I was going to say hospital.
0: Oh, please.
1: (laughs) That's on the scale of one to 10, right? (laughs) Now tell tell me this. What happens to you when you absorb vitality? Uh, yeah,
0: I, I like to think, uh, it's kind of exactly what we're thinking here. My, I, I absorb it and use it. Use it. How? Uh, well, normally, uh, it's, it's pretty minute things, right? Like, I've had um, kind of like a sprained ankle, paper cuts, headaches, and uh, I really get to take it out on the villains that we attack. A lot of times when they hurt me, right, I get to at least repair what they've done when I absorb the vitality from them. Sure. But I've never gone to the scale of a bullet hole, so I don't know if that looks like flesh re-knitting or, or if it's just like... Uh, my body's like I know what to do, and it closes the wound, and then now there's just internal bleeding because that's where the blood's supposed to be, um, or, or what?
1: <laughs> you are, uh, I think maybe a little bit in shock, but you have easy relief before you.
0: I so sorry. I actually really like this parallel almost here of in the in the my story. I talk about how. Quinn and I are like laying on top of the guidestones, like looking up and like pointing up to like constellations or, or whatnot. Uh, yeah. And there's a moment where like my eyes go this starry night, uh, and I I like see like this this constellation in the sky, and I'm pointing up, reaching, and it starts to like fade away or whatnot. And I realize like my hands like on my dad's shoulder, like above me, like as I'm as I'm unintentionally like absorbing dr- drawing on him.
1: And you see, like, his, his facial features are sunken. It's like you are actually sucking the life out of him. He looks ghoulish. And you can see where you've made skin contact with him, these black tendrils spreading uh, up his shoulder, down his arm. And uh, you can feel um, your flesh knitting itself back together. And your pain starts to ebb. Um, and you hear your dad uh, gasp and kind of wheeze. And then he collapses onto the ground in the alley next to you.
0: Dead. No, 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 dad dead. Dead. I, you know, roles are now reversed. I'm, I'm like over him kind of shaking the shoulders of, um, you know, stay, stay with me here, dad.
1: Yeah. And you can, and you can see that whenever you, make contact with him if you're trying to roll him over again those black tendrils yeah and so you're gonna like try and take care to to touch him through his clothes yeah
0: and man again i love this this idea of dad's kind of dropped the camera as he's run over to me and now we're getting this like almost cloverfield-esque shot of like that's how it's all viewing this is like (laughs) through through this camera that's just like kind of almost tilted to the ground but you see us in the like top third of the shot (laughs)
1: <laughs> God, i love this so much you know i love Clo- cloverfield yeah such a good movie the head the head movies not not to quote tropic thunder but the the head movies yeah. i love it
0: so yeah i'm like I'm, I'm being careful i'm i'm doing what i used to do back when i first got it and i'm like pulling my my sleeves up as high as they'll go and and touching him that way and uh, i'm gonna go ahead and mark my doom track here because uh if i ever frighten a loved one or injure an innocent i get a I get a mark there. So
1: I definitely think that (laughs) counts. Uh, Your dad has been taken to the hospital and, you know, they've, they've told you he's going to be under supervision. They'll let you know if his condition worsens or anything like that. And so you're just kind of uh, turned loose to do, Whatever you want, I guess. Like, what's going through, what's going through Max's mind? How's he feeling? The easiest way to say it is
0: shitty. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of guilt here. Feeling uh, uh, overwhelmed and a little uh, like unable to do anything when it comes to uh, controlling his powers. I've definitely had this feeling of, of being under control, and things were like working out i was finally getting the hang of it and this just goes to show like i'm not ready for any of this what was i thinking like this isn't this isn't saving the the cat from the tree or or you know anything like that helping change the tire with my telekinetic powers like people's lives are are on the line here and it's not just
1: mine so tell me this you and quinn were romantic partners what was the nature of your relationship before
0: yes in ish in a sense of it's one of those things where everybody around them could definitely tell that they were always kind of flirting and maybe assumed that they were a couple but they never like acknowledged that right it was like no this is just my best friend who i go on like dinners with and we go see movies and we hang out uh, late at night and tell each other everything and like go on dates without them being dates kind of thing. Um, And it was definitely probably going to turn to that at some point, but it's just that like early formative years before you really know that's what that feeling is.
1: And that's how Quinn sees it. Or is that how you see it as Max?
0: That's how Max sees it. I don't know if that's how Quinn sees it.
1: The Guidestones are not as remote in uh, this alternate history as they were or are in real life. And so they are accessible even by even by foot, I imagine, because you don't actually have a car unless you want to like martyr your way to the Guidestones, which I, I guess is an option. I wouldn't stop you from doing that or anything. So,
0: yeah, I, I like to think it's maybe like, a, well, at least from their place. I don't know uh, from this hospital, which which hospital did we go to again?
1: We're at West Side Hospital, that's obviously.
0: West Side Hospital, because yeah. we're on the west. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah of course.
0: So, uh, at least from from Gwen's uh, house, it's probably only like a like a twenty minute like jog, maybe like thirty minute walk or so.
1: Yeah. The main thing is that it just can't be surrounded by skyscrapers. Yeah, it? totally it destroys the whole point of it. Yeah, it just has to be somewhere secluded enough where the shadows aren't going to. I like to the think like
0: there's like a little park area. Um, that's, yeah. Uh, But yeah, so, you know, I'm making my way there and I don't even know, like I said before, like if it's intentional that I'm going there. um, I'm just kind of like making my way, trying to kind of walk and clear my head of this this entire um, ordeal. Probably a lot of it is self-reflecting and and kind of probably just like kind of beating myself up over the whole situation. And then I realize we're in the park itself. And I, when I say we, I mean myself and the audience behind me. The camera panning, uh,
1: of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's kind of got you um, stabilized in the center frame, uh, so like there's a little, a little bit of wobble as you walk. Of course,
0: and so I'm I, I'm just thinking, yeah, I sh- uh, you know, I don't really know what else to do here, but I I do know of a, of a place that's usually kind of remote and isolated. So I make my way to um, said guidestones.
1: And you arrive just in time for a villain to turn up and blow up the Guidestones while you're there. Oh, no. It's a real life, real life (laughs) reference. No, um, it's a pretty serene uh, afternoon here at the Guidestones. There's a gentle breeze uh, blowing through. Um, There's not many people around. Like there might be someone off kind of walking their dog. But uh, at this at this time of day, um, it seems like people are elsewhere.
0: Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's I mean, that's kind of perfect for exactly what I'm trying to do, which is just be alone and in my own head here.
1: So uh, you you approach the Guidestones. I don't know, maybe uh, maybe you feel drawn to the place where it happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that particular um, hole in the Guidestones where the light shone through. Yeah. Right down here in the middle. Is that where it is in the middle? Yeah, the middle stone. Okay, middle cool. middle the stone. Good to know. Good to know.
0: Yeah, and you know, I, it kind of, it's probably one of those things where like my hand kind of like brushes the stone or whatever. Just kind of thinking like, this is where it was all. If it wasn't for this stupid thing right here, we wouldn't be in this situation today.
1: And you hear a voice call from behind you. What is it about this place? Uh, I, I. Turn around. You see, you see Quinn Martin standing there, and um, they were like standing with their back up against one of the guide stones, and you couldn't see them until uh, you approached. Gotcha. I think you described them as having this curly dark hair, and they were gap-toothed. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, I don't remember much as far as uh, physical description goes. Yeah.
0: Um. Like this. Yeah. This curly brown brown hair um kind of got like the fringe right right there in front maybe just like a little bit of like uh still f- uh, freckled faced and uh you know big eyes kind of kind of thing uh and it's just like uh
1: i i feel like i've been here before but i i don't remember something called to me pulled me here yeah,
0: know I know um, I know exactly what you mean that feeling is kind of kind of mutual uh is this that uh, you know has this happened before is this the the first time you've kind of come here
1: no I've I've been here a few times and it just feels like a piece is missing and maybe maybe those conspiracy theorists are right and there's something crazy going on with this place but the fact that I I'm seeing you here. It makes me think that's not the case.
0: Um, yeah, you know, there's a there's like uh, there's always been said a lot of a lot of weird things going on here, and I don't know if it's like supernatural or 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 what. Um, but it's almost so. What I guess the, what I'm going to try to do here is get them to uh, kind of like touch the stone with like near the the spot where the, the, like the whole thing here is with the intent of kind of almost like hand hitting hand at the same time or whatnot. And I think what I want to do is try and see if I can
1: give back what was taken. So like, I I love, I love the idea. So how do you do that? Yeah.
0: So, um, you know, I've heard all, all kinds of crazy stories about, about what these rocks can, you know, what they really mean and and what they, what they can uh, kind of make a a person feel. And I think I'm just going to like, kind of of like, you know, hand to to the stone or or whatever as I'm saying this Mm -hmm. and like tracing some of the inventions of the words here. And I'm like, it just, something about this place has always kind of had this feeling to me, this, this drawn, um, drawn moment. And it's, it's almost like you can feel something here, just like right on the other side of this. Um, as I'm, man, I keep having these moments, these flashes where I'm like, this for some reason is a very Kingdom Hearts, Roxas like
1: moment. Um, as we're on yeah. the, the other side of that door or, what, or whatnot. At, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, you got you gotta, you gotta, uh, split the pow poo fruit or whatever, give the pow poo fruit to, to Quinn.
0: Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and I'm just like there's just this 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 power here
1: i I think they take a tentative step towards you mm-hmm. or, and towards the center guidestone, and they kind of stop and they're looking at you warily i've I've seen the looks you give me. You look like you're afraid of me, and when I think about you. There's nothing there, but I feel this tightness in my chest, and I don't know what it is. It's like a half-remembered dream.
0: And you know, I think I—I I, I stopped, kind of with my hand up. Other one, I like turned to them, and probably for the first time, really like meet their eyes. Yeah, um, Quinn, I don't know how to really go about this or or say this in any other way and I am just going to just go right out with it and say I'm sorry this has been a wild year we you and I used to be friends and at the last uh, spring equinox here uh, something was done to to me to us uh, and it it has seemed to to have erased a chunk of your memory of me and of of our friendship and at this point like I don't know how else to to broach that subject other than than directly it, if you're feeling drawn here it's it's probably because of that. And if you have this blankness of me, that is, that's why. Um, I've been giving you this, this space because I don't know how to to fix this. It's you've, it's like when you've lost something or someone important to you, but they're right there. And there's nothing you can do to, to get them back. And I get that's kind of a lot on you. And there's... Uh, it's it's like this one way that feeling of loss, and I don't know how to fix that.
1: I want you to. Oh, God. Let, let's do I, let's do comfort or support someone. Comfort it's or one support. I haven't asked for nearly enough. All right. I'm it's not a, I'm not
0: angry. So that's great. That's great. That's what I was looking for. So what is this ending? So I got a seven. So as long as it's not superior or OK, it's mundane. Zero oh.
1: <laughs> Alright, so so it's a seven. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good. But yeah,
0: um, in case you don't remember,
1: my name's Max. <laughs> I I know your name, but it's because I heard it from other people. Oh. Uh. But I feel like I should know. And I had even my contacts on my phone. And I don't remember ever giving you my number or you giving me yours? Yeah. This is like eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, but kind of in reverse where you, you make your ex forget about you. You said you don't know how to f- fix it. Is that something that you actually like could have the power to do? I don't, I don't know what that means.
0: I don't know. I've been trying uh, over this past year to to figure out these this this weirdness and what I can do or can't do with it uh, and this would be the first time that I've tried to to restore someone's memory
1: i've I've heard the rumors about that whole business with Seth, and people seem to give you space I just didn't know what it all meant but if if you can fix it i i want to there's like there's like a hole in my head
0: yeah so i think you know the the best thing i'm going to do here is like kind of hold up my hand to them um and try to be this this like mirror or shadow i don't know if this will work but this is the this, this is what i can try and my hand's not extended like toward their face per se but it's out like if we if we touch, I can at least attempt to
1: bring back what was lost, and they slowly reach their own hand up to press it against yours, and I want you to roll unleash your powers awesome it's okay
0: i don't i don't you, fail you're, you're pretty good at it, yeah, I don't fail the the your powers I got a plus two I need a five or higher. Yes, all
1: right. Eight plus two. So your skin makes contact, and there's just this, like, spark that kind of passes between you, like a a buzz through your nerves. And Quinn sees this rush of memories inside of her mind, and it's kind of like in Full Alchemist when uh, he goes he opens the door and it's the big swirling helix of all these images and they can see all of the all of the memories that you two share together and it's like a big puzzle piece connecting these these memories and it was like before they had like kind of half of the scene and the rest of it was kind of this like splotchy kind of black mass like if you have some kind of like some kind of vision problem and so it's like it's like it clears up and they can see what was there the whole time and uh, they have all these memories of times that you spent together at all these places and the things you did together and the feelings you may or may not have shared and this is just over the course of an instant and all you see is like a shutter pass through Quinn and you can see tears welling up in their eyes as they look at you and they say max i've missed you
0: Uh, relief like washes over me as as i kind of see quinn for for themselves for like the first time in in a long while or maybe uh, with the recognition of seeing me i guess would be the the better way there Mm. and you know it's definitely the weight off the chest that you didn't know was there and i don't i think i think it's probably gonna be like a like a hug a moment
1: yeah and and the two of you embrace under the guide stones